Welcome to the Pen Garden, your weekly writing productivity podcast which will help you build a zen writing routine tailored to your lifestyle. I'm your host Lainey and you're listening to episode 4 of our fourth season, Success and Failure. I hope this season, as always, will be useful to you. It looks at perceived success and failure through the prism of mental well-being and productivity. I can't wait to hear about what you take from it. So grab a drink if you can and relax. This time is for you. Happy New Year, everyone! Let's start 2021 with a bang and talk about setting achievable writing goals. Some of you may call them writing resolutions and may be setting some pretty ambitious ones as we speak. But hold off for the next 10-15 minutes and listen to the following tips, tricks and ideas. This episode will help you evaluate your practice and set up your yearly writing objectives with your personal situation in mind. And hopefully prevent you from burning out or feeling like you've failed in the coming year. Many people set unrealistic goals because they pull them out of the hat of their wishful thinking. It would be great if I could publish a novel every month in 2021, but it only takes a second to remember that I work two jobs, have this podcast and love to engage in the occasional Netflix show or computer game. Sometimes I even spend time with friends, global pandemic allowing. So this mix of activities doesn't really lend itself to a realistic novel-a-month-type timeline. But let's say I did have the time for it. Why do I want to produce so much? Am I chasing money? Am I trying to work hard this year so the next year is easier? Will this churning out of novels make me happy? Basically, if I don't know what my vision for my writing practice is for the year, goals are pretty much meaningless. So... To set a realistic objective, one needs to start at the beginning. What writer do you aspire to be? Where would you like to see yourself as a writer in 5 or 10 years? Pull down the answers to those questions in one sentence and you'll have your vision. It should encapsulate your writing dream and excite you for the future. If it doesn't, think some more and tweak it. Some examples are... I want to earn a living by being a full-time copywriter well-established in the business and consulting industries. Or, I want to supplement my existing income by publishing a fantasy trilogy. Or even, I want to consistently find magazines and anthologies to publish my poetry and bring joy to others through my witty sentences. Whatever it is, it needs to reflect your aspirations. And after you have your vision, you can more confidently set your goals and targets for 2021, thinking what you can do to achieve your vision or to help towards achieving your vision in this particular year. Keep your vision sentence close by throughout the year and read it often. If you find your dream has changed, don't be afraid to alter it and revisit your writing goals. But what about New Year's writing resolutions? Well, I've been really careful not to use resolutions and goals as the same thing, because they aren't. A resolution is a firm decision to do or not to do something, while a goal is an object of a person's ambition or effort, an aim or desired result. I don't do resolutions because I believe they often come from a place of self-judgment and of negativity. If we move away from writing for a bit, 
Lots of people want to get fitter in the new year, want to drop eating sugar, want to stop smoking, etc., etc. And by themselves, these are not harmful aspirations. But they come with the expectations that from January the 1st, one will change suddenly, find their lost motivation and let their old self, which they dislike, stay in the past year. But this kind of thinking does a disservice to everyone who struggles with addiction, body image issues, mental health and many other problems which require ongoing effort to keep at bay. And for many people, it's simply a promise to themselves which they will not keep, betraying their trust in their own motivation and abilities, and eventually doing more harm than good. So there's no need to make a resolution. Set achievable goals and objectives instead. I want to leave you with something you can start using straight away, so here is a tool which is used a lot in business, but writers and anyone doing personal development can benefit from it too. It's called SMART. SMART is an acronym which helps you be realistic in your planning. So when setting this year's writing goals, try to make them SMART. That means specific or simple, measurable or meaningful, achievable, relevant or reasonable, and timely or time-bound. I will drop a link in the blog post for this episode on how to evaluate each of those for any goal and how to use the SMART tool as a whole. Making sure your goals meet all SMART criteria means you will be properly evaluating all aspects of your writing and personal life which could affect your writing practice. As a starting point, don't forget to think about how your health, your social bubbles and your knowledge of previous barriers like procrastination may impact on any of your writing aspirations for the year. And I myself am no different. I will be doing exactly the same thing as you. My first book is coming out in February, so I'm trying not to get swept up in unrealistic dreaming and goal setting. I've also looked at how the pen garden can be improved, so the hinted changes to the format from last episode are indeed happening. The pen garden is growing and I'm happy to announce that there is a new better service reading offer. It is free and open for applications. So if you're about to finish a draft and you're looking for a better reader, Go check out my website, thepengarden.com, for details and to access the application form. Applications close on the 15th of January. A year is a long time. Lots can happen in these 52 weeks and even if you set the best, most personalized objectives, things will throw you off balance. I know most of us have learned this hard lesson already. 2020, after all, had curveball after curveball for everyone. The only way to be prepared about these inevitable difficulties is to train ourselves to grow from every experience, positive or negative. In the book Mindset, The Psychology of Success, Dr. Carol Dweck discusses the power of one's mindset when reaching for success and achievement. She makes a clear distinction of two ways we can approach thinking about our skills and results, with a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. Believing that your qualities are carved in stone, which is the fixed mindset, creates an urgency to prove yourself over and over. It simply wouldn't do to look or feel deficient in these most basic characteristics. In contrast, the growth mindset is based on the belief that your basic qualities are things you can cultivate 
through your efforts, your strategies, and help from others. This idea fosters a passion for learning and a more resilient mind, allowing you to spring back up from things that others can view as failures. If you want to explore the science and strategies behind the growth mindset further, I've left a link to Dr. Dweck's book on my website. There is also some further reading which I found really thought-provoking, linked in the episode blog post. It lists the 10 habits highly resilient people have and how to adopt them in our own lives. And while on the topic of introducing habits, we need to look no further than the philosophy of Stoicism to see the benefits of living a life of purposeful routine. Epictetus said that progress is not achieved by luck or accident, but by working on yourself daily. It leaves a lot less to chance, meaning less unpleasant surprises and less chances to feel like you've failed in your practice, provided of course that you've set smart goals for yourself. The Stoic life, centered around habits and routines, practices in which they engage daily, from their waking moments until going to sleep, that provided the structure necessary for a day lived well. These practices can be incorporated in your writing life and add structure, purpose and a feeling of well-earned achievement. The Stoics' idea was to live life to the fullest, and there is much we can learn from them, particularly in our very anxious, stressed, constantly turned on society. On my website, I've linked to the article that inspired this point, How to Structure Your Day Like a Stoic, and I urge you to go read it and maybe give some of their ideas a try. They promote self-reflection and growth, as well as useful practices which will enrich your writing life and open the door to more creative inspiration. To conclude, beginning a new year leaves a lot of us buzzing with excitement and eagerness to write more, write better, be altogether better creative people. But before you make any grand promises for the state of your creative practice, take a step back, evaluate, look at how you did last year, set realistic goals for your personal situation and try to adopt a growth mindset to build resilience. Use psychology to harness your renewed energy and maybe try out a new routine or revamp your old one with new elements. Next week, for the final episode of the Success and Failure season, I will look into how to manage unreasonable outside and personal expectations when it comes to your writing practice. Being a member of our society and a writer means that people have reactions to us writers that are not always helpful. So, I will discuss that and leave you with some practical advice on how to handle such remarks while still being happy and proud you're a writer true to your aspirations and situation. A blog post which summarizes the ideas of this podcast episode is available on my website, thepengarden.com. I have cited all of my sources there so you can go on and continue your own research on the topic. If you like this episode, please subscribe to the show. If you can, please leave a short review. It helps creators who are starting out, such as myself, let more people the podcast is enjoyable. Sign up to my newsletter for more or come chat with me on Facebook and Twitter. This podcast was informed by the turbulent journey of writing and publishing my first book, The Lavender Phantom. It is now available for pre-sale at a special price for early birds. It's 25% off and if you pre-order now, you can join me in my pre-order giveaway and win some gift cards, books and tea. All details can be found on my website lanydelorock.com books. 
Thanks very much for listening, everyone. Hope you have an awesome week and speak to you soon.